Welcome to the Soci Effect, Breaking Barriers, Embracing Success. I'm your host, Lucy Ortega, a serial entrepreneur, and this podcast will not only delve into stories of triumph, but also explore nuestra cultura and embrace our authenticity. Join our empowering community of socias, mujeres who embrace their unique power, support one another, and strive to make a positive impact. Join us in the Soci Effect, where barriers crumble and dreams flourish. Empezamos entonces. What's up, everyone? It's Lucy, and it's been two months since I last released an episode. And when I first started this podcast, I did not think all the things that have been going on that I've been experiencing in my life were going to happen. I created this podcast because about two, three months, well, when I first started this podcast a couple months back, I had created my schedule to, to a, in a way where we were only running Sierra four days a week, well, three days a week, and then one day of work, of prep work. But now Sierra is literally running seven days a week. And not only that, we also have our brick and mortar cafe. So that is another thing that we are working towards. It's so funny when I say we, because it's usually just me, but I also don't, I want to credit my family, my workers who are with me. So when I say we, is because we're a team here. So I I really want to create this podcast because I just have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to say all the time. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing from now on is just publishing raw footage and that's just how things are going to be and I'm going to try to be as brief as I can and also say what I need to say um, right away because I just don't have the time to edit as I want to but I also want to share my journey because let me tell y'all the things that come through my head every single day running this business is it's a lot it's a lot so long story short we this well we have the brick and mortar and it was not planned at all that this is the gemini in me maybe this is a manifestor generator in me this is the impulsive in me i don't know this was the destiny so about three months ago i came across this brick and mortar that was for lease and I remember that it used to be a cafe. I never got the time, I never got the chance to go because it was open from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And at that time I was teaching, or at least when I heard of it, I I was teaching. So that was, um, I never got a chance to like check it out. So it, it became available and I saw it and I just, I had been in a pl- point at that time where I really wanted Sierra to have an actual physical location. We had the trailer. If you have followed me, we had the trailer and which is now sold. It has been sold for like almost a month now. And I, I just, as much as I love my little trailer, I always wanted Sierra to have a place where people can come in and hang out and just, just be all cute, you know? So when this place opened, I was like, well, it's not too far from my house. It's like literally 10 minute drive. It's um, small enough. You know, we were not trying to get a big location or anything like that. The rent was pretty good. It's doable. 
So I thought it was just like a perfect fit. And I remember when I heard like the price of the 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 actual restaurant, right? right? Like the equipment in, inside of it, because that's how it tends to be. It, it also seemed pretty doable. Not that I had the money right there and then, but in my head, I was like, well, if I sell my trailer, that's some cash flow that I can then use it to buy the brick and mortar, the equipment inside it, of it. So I, I got really sad when, I mean, because mind you, I did not plan, I didn't, I sold my trailer after getting the spot. So I didn't actually have the money right away, right there and then. So I got really sad because it just felt like it was like a perfect opportunity to to get the trailer, I mean, to, to get an actual space, a physical location. Long story short, I negotiated with the previous owner and we got the ball rolling. But I think I'm not ready to actually share the ins and outs of paperwork because it's just been a lot. <laughs> and if you have heard previous episodes, um, I stress a lot about paperwork. It, it It's not something that I like at all. Uh, we're still dealing with paperwork right now as I speak and it, I'm just waiting for the day to be over. But I feel like in business, paperwork is literally never ending. You probably just have months, seasons where you don't have to deal with paperwork, but then it always comes back either with taxes, sales taxes, contracts. I mean, it's just something you have to do because at the end of the day you want to protect yourself so that is like a story that I well that is something I want to share but it'll probably be until months from now when I just feel ready to speak on that and that is one of the things that I have learned being the first in my family to actually have a location it's how fucking tough it is like some things are not challenging but it's just like the emotional stress the mental space the time the back and forth how how bureaucracy works i'm like i literally left teaching to like not deal with bureaucracy how the fuck am i still dealing with this but anyways um so that's how it was and through all this new changes happening in the business we were also part of the feria de los moles la feria de los moles is a big event where the word says it <laughs> the name says it itself mole is celebrated and as poblanos and sierra one of our specialties is our mole our mole poblano and our mole de adobo which is a spicy mole or semi-spicy mole savory mole so we were dealing with that and that was also like a big investment to be part of the event. We had to pay about 3.5 plus all of our materials. And we were looking at 3.5. So October, end of September, beginning of October, I mean, we we're talking about like tens of thousands of dollars investments and in transactions in, in the bank account, which is something that like, I think now I'm a little indifferent about it, but it was a big number. And this is not including the money we have to, we had to put into renovating, some, well, improving the, the location um, that we have now. So that was also a lot of work, but I'm very thankful for that experience. I mean, 
Sierra got a lot of exposure on the news. We were in different news outlets. We went live news. So that was pretty cool and a very good experience. I met a lot of people who are already in the restaurant business who are also from Poblano or Oaxacan origin. And it was like pretty inspiring to be like, man, these people have been in business for years. Like that can be me in the next couple of years. The, the point of, of continuing this podcast is to, like I said, document what I'm going through on almost lifetime and not wait two months to actually tell the story because I feel that so much has happened that there were times that I did want to jump on the computer and start recording, but I just didn't make the time for it. And then afterwards, obviously the story or the lesson, the business lesson is not the same. So for me, there's just been a couple of things that I've really been focusing on. So, oh, obviously I'm missing a big part is that our location, we had the original concept was tacos de guisado because that's what we were selling. But due to how the facility is set up, we were not able to do that. So then we had to pivot into being a cafe style menu. So sandwiches, tamales, hot chocolate, champurrado, salads, toast. That is our specialty now. And that was not an easy decision to make. So one of the reasons why changing the concept wasn't as difficult as I thought, because a lot of people ask me, well, isn't the purpose of Sierra to provide Poblano style food, food from from where you where your family originates from? And the answer is yes, of course. But our mission statement is also to provide a space for people, first gen immigrants to come and celebrate and embrace their culture because despite us being Mexican, we don't feel that we necessarily have had those spaces where we can celebrate our our roots. And I think that's because of colorism. If we were to really think about it is a lot of people, yes, it's very diverse here in LA, but at the same time, th th there's that colorism that continue to follow some of our family members into this country and and for me and my family especially like my siblings we really want to we want to be proud of well we are proud of where we where we're from and and we want to provide that space for others to start exploring their their culture and and to feel welcome and to feel that they for once can finally start feeling proud of where they're from and i think that that's a piece that has been missing in in our community for a very long time i think it's not until recently where people are feeling like they want to go back in touch with their roots and i think it's it's a much more complicated conversation and dialogue to have of course um, i mean mexico is not just it's made up of different states and within different states there's just different cultures and customs and traditions and so on but for us if we can at least provide that that space where people can can truly be themselves can truly start questioning and and figuring their answers for themselves right because again um 
my my roots is very different from someone else's roots who comes from Veracruz or who comes from Nayarit. But if you at least have that space where you're allowed to embrace that, I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's what we want to do. And even though right now we're like kind of, our, our, our menu is different, but we're also at the same time trying to implement ways that are still true to ours, to, to us and to Sierra. And we eventually, uh, we envision, hopefully in the near future, that we're able to emerge both of these concepts together. And maybe at the Tweety location where we are right now in Southgate or in a different location. And I think if we bring this back to business, well, that's just part of business. You have to, we will have to figure it out. We have to see what, what works for us, what doesn't. And, and I mean, I, I really would like that Tweety location works and we move on to a second one. And at the same time, if Tweety location doesn't work, then we will have to move on to another spot. But I think as, as a business person and, and learning how to do learning how to do business and with an actual brick and mortar i have had to learn to detach myself from my emotions if i really focus on my emotions then fear stops me from doing things and this is one thing that i'm learning right now is to be more analytical and just let time teach me lessons and it's not easy it's not easy. I I struggle with this. I think I'm I'm coming to terms with it. All I can really do is every day show up and thank the universe, thank God that I have health and that I am able to show up to my location and open my business because not everyone has the opportunity to do that. And that's just the reality. And to wrap this episode up, I really if one if there's one thing that I really want to tell y'all is business never goes the way you plan it. I, I really want one person to tell me that the way they planned their business to be came true. I'm not saying it can come true. Like, like I remember saying like, I really want Sarah to have a place. I really want people to be able to come and visit us in an actual location. Okay, that did come true. But what I'm saying, I did not expect all these different plot twists to come and show up into my life. All these lessons that I had to learn. I, I mean, we just want things to pop and come out of nowhere and everything is easy. And and yes, there are some things that were so much easier. Like when I signed the lease, I was like, this is, this is too easy. What do you mean? <laughs> Let's sign another one. But the thing is, certain things that you thought were going to be challenging are actually easy. And the things that you thought we're just gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll get it done by tomorrow. No, they're not. Especially when you're dealing with government paperwork. It takes weeks and months. I thought I was gonna be done with paperwork in a week. And I don't know why I was being delulu to think that all of the paperwork was gonna get done within a week. It, it didn't. Pero one thing for sure I had to do was advocate a lot. I was calling. I was that annoying person calling and calling and calling until my stuff got resolved. And so that's how business is. And I think this is why there's just so much resiliency that needs that is needed in business because the lessons that you didn't think you were going to learn, you're, lear you're, you're going to learn them. And you're going to learn them sometimes antes que, que tú lo quieres 
vivir, you know, before you even wanted to learn that lesson. So anyways, thank you for joining me on this episode. I can't wait to jump again onto this podcast and share my journey. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. I am more than happy to to answer any business questions that you have. If you want to collab, I'm here in Southgate. If you want to do a video, if you want to do a reel, you want to visit me, you want a co-working space, we got you. 3008 Tweedy Boulevard is our location. We can't wait to see you. If you are craving something, DM me so I can add it to the menu. Uh, if you want to order online because you don't want to leave your house, we also have that. I believe our ordering site is sierramexicancuisine.square.site. And what else? I think this is it for now. Follow us on TikTok, my personal account. Oh, and TikTok and Instagram, my personal account is by Lucy Ortega and Sierra Guisados is for our taco stand. Sierra on Southgate is for our actual brick and mortar so show some love there share like any type of support is really appreciated thank you so much have a great day